Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In Virginia, 95 southbound earlier accident has been cleared and the ramp to Dale City, exit 156, has been reopened. Construction has the two right lanes blocked in Springfield on 395 northbound between the Beltway and Seminary Road. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. Seven News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Under clear skies and with relatively light winds, our temperatures will be dropping fast down into the mid-20s and mid-30s by early Tuesday morning. There is a chance for some patchy frost. Tomorrow afternoon, 43 to 48 degrees under sunshine, but it is looking like it'll be the coolest day out of the week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Wharf in D.C. has 39, Oxon Hill 37, Sterling, right at freezing, 32 degrees. We could be down to 25 overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, it's 25 years behind bars for a Maryland woman accused of killing her younger brother. Keeping Metro running normally may depend on you paying more. Is the shuttering of 10 stations and big service cuts still on the table for Metro? I'm Mike Marilla. The Montgomery County School Board prepares to name an interim superintendent. I'm Kate Ryan. I cannot wait to get this thing rocking. That's Dan Quinn. He's introduced as the commander's new head coach. A man faces federal charges for illegally flying a drone over M&T Bank Stadium during the AFC Championship game. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. It was a lower day on Wall Street at 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. It's being called an historic storm. In many parts of California, it's a deluge and it's dangerous. Los Angeles Fire Chief Kristen Crowley says the city, which has gotten six inches of rain, has experienced 120 mudslides and debris flows, and there could be more to come. As the storm continues, there are many water-soaked hillsides that have the potential to slide. We would like to reiterate to use extreme caution if you live or travel in these areas. The storm is being blamed for at least three deaths. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is just outside L.A. The physical property of this home was actually back there up against the canyon wall. It was pushed by all that water off its foundation. It crashed into a neighboring home. Fortunately, nobody was inside at the time, but I think it's a perfect example and a good perspective for how strong this storm system was. The king has cancer. The palace says King Charles is resting at home at Clarence House, his favored London residence just around the corner from here in Buckingham Palace. He remains positive and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. CBS's Charlie Dankett of the Senate could take a test vote this week on a bipartisan border security bill that Speaker Mike Johnson says has no chance of getting through the House. Political analyst Amy Dacey says whatever happens to the bill, the issue won't be going away. How each party wants to talk about what they're trying to do to help solve some of these immigration challenges will we'll be at the forefront no matter what. Whether this bill is dead now, we'll still be talking about this throughout the spring, summer, and into the fall for the election. A British-owned cargo ship has been damaged by a suspected Yemen Houthi rebel drone strike as it traveled through the southern Red Sea. The British military says the projectile caused, quote, slight damage to the vessel's windows on the bridge. A federal labor, labor official says... Co-
college basketball players at an Ivy League school should be classified as employees. CBS's Matt Piper has that. The regional director for the National Labor Relations Board says because Dartmouth has the right to control the work performed by the players and because the players perform that work in exchange for compensation, they are school employees. All 15 members of the school's men's basketball team signed a petition in September to unionize, which would allow them to negotiate a salary as well as practice hours and travel. The New Hampshire school can appeal the regional director's decision to the national board. They disbanded in 1995, but the Grateful Dead have just made chart history. They've broken the record for the most top 40 albums to chart on the Billboard 259. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Tuesday morning, February 6th. Clear, cold this overnight early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Tuesday should be somewhere between 25 and 35. We are at 37 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour Tuesday morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with the latest on a Maryland woman sentenced to over two decades in prison for the murder of her brother. Prosecutors in this case say the 25-year-old Leandra Matthews of Akikik has been ordered to prison for 25 years for the 2017 strangling death of her 17-year-old brother, Christian Matthews. She was convicted of second-degree murder in the plot that prosecutors say she helped individuals carry out, including her boyfriend and twin sister. Her co-defendant, LeMay Matthews, is still being sent- is still to be sentenced in the case. Her other co-defendant, Daniel Howard, faces trial this summer, we're told, in July. Prosecutors say this morning her boyfriend, Dyson Lipford, was the one who strangled Christian. Lipford was convicted and sentenced to 30 years. WTOP at 12.04 Tuesday. New this morning on WTOP as you join us. Three people are in the hospital locally after being shot in northeast D.C., Police say it all happened around 9.30 last night, Monday night near Quarles Street and Kenilworth Avenue. When officers arrived, they say they found two men and a woman suffering from gunshot wounds. Unclear this morning how serious their injuries are, but police do say they were conscious and breathing when they were taken to the hospital. Talk transportation this Tuesday morning on WTOP. It was a doomsday forecast you may remember last winter in December. Ten metro stations could close. Service would be cut back dramatically in metro as they tried to dig out of that $750 million budget deficit. Now it appears a little bit differently this Tuesday morning with the help of D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And you, the rider, paying more. The outlook is said to be much better. This week, the Metro Board will get a look at the proposed budget from the transit agency's leader, Randy Clark, and it shows the three jurisdictions stepping up and offering an additional $480 million in funding. It also calls for fares this summer to go up just over 12%, and on late nights and weekends, it could cost you 25% more to ride the rails if the budget's approved. Also, salaries would be frozen inside Metro. All this, he says, will prevent the cutting of service, staff, and station closures, which in December he claimed were on the table. Clark's says he's optimistic about the money making it through the legislative steps necessary to become a reality. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 12.05. Here in Montgomery County Public Schools is getting a new interim superintendent. The school board making the announcement formally out of a vote later this week. Actually, today, this Tuesday. Monique Felder, who's worked in Montgomery and Prince George's County schools, but most recently served as superintendent in Orange County, North Carolina, is being selected by the Montgomery County Board of Education to serve as interim schools chief. 
Felder left the Orange County school system in August after it was announced that the board and Felder would, quote, part ways after four years. Orange County enrolls just over 7,000 students. As interim superintendent in Montgomery County, Felder would be in charge of a system with more than 161,000 students. In its announcement of Felder's expected appointment, the Montgomery County School Board referred to an investigation into reported honorarium paid to Felder by an education consulting company in 2019. But then an audit found allegations of undisclosed fees unsubstantiated. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 12.06 Tuesday morning on TOP. The Washington Commanders introducing their new head coach, Dan Quinn, this week. This is such an awesome moment. And what an outstanding privilege and honor and absolute joy to be sitting here uh, beside these outstanding men and joining them in this opportunity to, to have the vision of this historic franchise. More in sports this morning from Ben Ravy at 25 and 55 here on WTOP. In health-related news, why are overdoses, both deadly and not, rising locally in Fairfax County these days? Some experts say... It has to do a lot with how easy it is to actually buy counterfeit pills. Part of that is because of the cost. We have seen a decrease in the cost of these pills. And just a few years ago, you could purchase a counterfeit pill for about $30. Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Kevin White says now they're about $10. Many of the counterfeit pills look just like prescription drugs. It is what we are seeing most in Fairfax County. The fentanyl is primarily in the shape of, of these pills. Ellen Volo with the county says there were 89 Nine deadly opioid overdoses in the Fairfax County Health District from January through September of last year. Clearly, that's trending high. It's it's higher than the 2022 number. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, February 6th. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. Time now is 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and on WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8th, 24-7, guaranteed traffic first. Good morning to Butch Seltzer this early morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In the district, police activity continues on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. Both directions are closed between 1st Street and Horner Place southeast. There's also police activity with the roadway closed on Quarrel Street northeast in both directions between 45th Street and Kenilworth Avenue. That's just west of 295. 395, 295, 695, all moving along with no problems. In Maryland, construction on 50 in both directions across the Bay Bridge. Two-way traffic on the westbound side. Eastbound side uh, were closed through the work zone. 70 both directions near Route 15. We have the single lane getting by the work zone there. 97 southbound before Route 50. The left lane gets by. 495, 270, 95, the BW Parkway, Bay Bridge, all moving along fine uh, despite the construction in Virginia. Construction has the two right lanes blocked in Springfield on 395 northbound between the Beltway and Seminary Road. Road construction has the left lane closed in Falls Church on 66 eastbound between Westmoreland Street and Washington Boulevard. Go electric the Fitzway. Look for an electric. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Butch Seltzer. W. 
WTOP traffic. Morning temperatures will be starting out in the mid-20s to mid-30s throughout the area. Skies will be mainly clear, winds light, and there is a chance for a little patchy frost. Otherwise, beautiful day with sunshine. Temperatures moving into the mid to upper 40s on your Tuesday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 36 Springfield, 35 Farragut Square, 34 in Laurel this midnight hour. Tuesday morning, February 6th, we are at 37 now at our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTLP at 1210. Good morning. On WTLP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff. Social media company Snap is cutting another 10% of its workforce. Snap cut 20% of its workforce in 2022. Sales of newly built homes accounted for 32% of home sales last quarter. New homes are generally just 10% of sales. With office property values falling, the taxable assessed value of commercial property in D.C. has dropped by $12 billion in two years. The Dow lost 274 points Monday. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Checking the Asia-Pacific markets, our first check this midnight hour Tuesday on WTOP. Then they are mixed. The Nikkei is down 97 points this hour. The Kospi is down 8. The Hang Seng is up 381 points. The Shanghai is up 22. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 12.11. Next, we'll talk Taylor and politics. What's that all about? Coming up. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. WTOP, Dean Lane. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling. Up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Have a good Tuesday morning to you this midnight hour. February 6th, glad you're with us. If you're just joining us, you can expect it to be clear and cold this overly early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on Tuesday. We're looking at should be somewhere between 25 and 35 degrees. We're at 37 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Certainly glad you're with us this morning. Time now on WTOP is 1213. This is WTOP News. Music superstar and historic Grammy winner Taylor Swift endorsed Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Remember that? So will she do it again is the question this morning. And will it move a lot of voters to President Biden's side in the end? This morning, Kara Vogt 
who covers politics and culture for the Washington Post, joins WTOP's Dimitri Sotis for a deep dive into the insights of the superstar. I think one thing we know about Taylor Swift is she is a Democrat. She endorsed Joe Biden in 2020. She is very pro-gay rights, pro-reproductive rights. So her values are in alignment with the party. The question is, what does an endorsement look like? And one thing that people heavily emphasize is Taylor's most effective when it looks like she's doing something from the heart on her own. So there's a bit of a delicate dance of folks hoping she'll endorse without making it look like anyone asked her to. Interesting. You know, Swifties are buying football gear in light of the relationship with Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. They may not have had any interest in football before, or they may have. I'm not drawing any conclusions there. But does it translate to politics in the same way? If Taylor Swift says Joe Biden is our best chance at a hopeful future, would many millions of Swifties uh, suddenly vote for him? I think a lot of people who like Taylor Swift already share her politics in the same way you're often fans of something or someone who seem, you know, you see yourself reflected back in them in some way. People who like Taylor are Democrats. At the same time, a lot of Republicans who like Taylor Swift do so with the very strong awareness that she doesn't share their politics. If anything, people really hope Taylor's endorsement of Joe Biden or any other Democrat this year would really be more to motivate existing Democrats. That is, people who are inclined to vote for Joe Biden but maybe forgot to register to vote or don't know when voting is. Having her come out in October and say something would be a great way for them to be activated politically and get out the vote for for Joe Biden. Understood. I didn't mean to gloss over something you said about a minute ago, which is it has to be organic to Taylor Swift. It it can't be uh, that suddenly she's on the stage with the president and first lady and and Vice President Kamala Harris, and it's all looking very staged. Uh, What kind of announcement would look more natural, if not be more natural? Well, the first thing is it can't look like the president is asking for her endorsement or anyone in the campaign has to be the kind of thing that if any outreach is happening has to be done very very quietly an announcement that would be organic from her might be an instagram post she likes to communicate with her fans that way it might be explaining you know maybe not in the language joe biden would use to convince people to vote for him but language taylor would use saying things like you know i'm upset about the reversal of roe v wade i'm upset about attacks on gay rights in this country because of that i hope you vote for joe biden it has to sound like something that she would just be saying naturally from the heart, as she does with all the songs she writes and the reason why her fans love her all across the world. And extending that point a little more, even if Taylor Swift can't move votes necessarily, could she manage to change some minds on certain issues, such as trans rights? That's a good question. Something that came up as I was reporting this piece about Taylor is that people think that, you know, even if she can't really necessarily uh, change anyone's vote, To spend time in her world means that you are going to spend time with someone who does think, for example, that trans people are people. She famously cast a trans man as her love interest in a recent music video for her album Midnights that was seen as pretty provocative and groundbreaking and a strong statement of her beliefs. And if people spend enough time watching these things, they become normalized. Taylor's normalizing that culture for a lot of people who may not be exposed to it. And in that way, you know, maybe people won't vote for a Democrat, but they might think, oh, you know, let's be kind to everyone in our lives. That's Kara Vogt, who covers politics and culture for The Washington Post, of course, talking there with our Dimitri Soder. Quick look at the top stories Tuesday morning. This early hour, we're following for you on WTOP. King Charles III is diagnosed this week with cancer and is now said to be getting treatment this morning. The newly unveiled Senate border bill is met with criticism on Capitol Hill. And an atmospheric river has pummeled California with historic amounts of rain. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Coming right up after traffic and weather this half hour. A ripoff of a local Lyft driver is a lesson for all of us. This is Kyle Cooper. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. It is the morning, February 6th. It's 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Traffic first. Butch Seltzer's with us this early Tuesday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everybody. In the district, police activity continues on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. Both directions are closed between First Street and Horner Place southeast. There's also police activity with the roadway closed on Quarles Street in both directions between 45th Street and Kenilworth Avenue northeast. That's just west of uh, 295. 395, 295, 695, all moving along with no problems. In Maryland, construction on 50 in both directions across the Bay Bridge. Two-way traffic on the westbound span. Eastbound span is closed through the work zone. 70 both ways near Route 15. We have uh, single lane getting by. And 97 southbound before Route 50. The left lane is uh, is actually open through the work zone there. 495, 270, 95 Baltimore Washington Parkway. All moving along fine. In Virginia, construction has the two right lanes blocked in Springfield on 395 northbound between the Beltway and Seminary Road. Road construction has the left lane closed in Falls Church on 66 eastbound between Westmoreland Street and Washington Boulevard. 495, 95, 66 the Beltway. All moving along with no issues. Folks, just take it easy out there with temperatures dropping throughout the morning hours. Any wet spots remaining from all the rain we had that's going to actually become ice so just make sure you're taking it easy through the area i'm but seltzer w T.O.P. traffic. And still ahead in the midnight hour, Tuesday. Thousands of pedestrians use this small city streets. Federal money should make them safer. I'm John Doman. Early morning temperatures running in the mid-20s to mid-30s. Hey, it's cold out there, but it is going to be a nice day. We've got light winds with mainly clear skies. Later today, sunshine and temperatures pushing into the mid to upper 40s across the area. Beautiful day today. Also for your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, all looking dry. We'll have high clouds by the end of the week and a warming trend close to 60 degrees by Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. I know we're at 33 degrees at Tyson's. 32 Waldorf, 39 LaFont Plaza, midnight hour, Tuesday morning, February 6th, 37 and holding in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 1221. Good morning. Glad you're with us. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I 
love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision and all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Good morning, February 6th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. It is 1222. This is WTOP News. Here at home, a longtime DC rideshare driver says he was ripped off. His story this Tuesday morning is a reminder for all of us about being careful with that personal info. Lyft driver Rudy Harrison says he got a call while driving from someone claiming to be from Lyft and asking him for personal information, which he did give out. At that point, he was controlled in my app. How, I don't know. Later, Harrison noticed several withdrawals from his bank account totaling more than $600. A Lyft spokesperson tells WTOP the company provided support to Harrison and, quote, we remind drivers not to share personal information and security codes with unknown persons. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, making streets safer if you're on foot or riding your bike. One of the most dense cities in our region is getting some big-time financial help from the federal government. A nearly $11 million federal grant will help a handful of cities on the Route 1 corridor improve safety for pedestrians. The bulk of the money coming here to Mount Rainier. We have a lot of people that bike and walk and also take public transportation. Mayor Selena Benitez says the Vision Zero concept here will see raised sidewalks coming to some intersections like the ones here on 34th Street in front of Thomas Stone Elementary. We want to make sure the kids are able to like get to the school but also they could get home safely. But the new designs won't just be safer, they'll be more attractive with different colors, maybe even some added imagery. Making sure that um, ARC is incorporated in order to um, divert some of the traffic and the speed that goes along with it. In Mount Rainier, John Dome in WTOP News. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Many airlines are now preparing for what they forecast as even a busier air traffic summer than 2023. And as a result, they've announced new domestic routes, not to the usual suspect destinations, but nonstop flights to secondary and tertiary cities around America, and a growing number overseas. American Airlines will offer a daily flight between Miami and John Wayne Airport in California. United Airlines has announced that starting in late May, the airline will fly daily between Washington, D.C. and Anchorage, Alaska through mid-September. And Alaska Airlines is about to fly daily between Atlanta and San Diego. Overseas, look for United to start new service to the South Pacific. For more information, visit PeterGreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. 
Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time, now 1225, our first midnight hits with Benjamin. Reactions pouring in with the Commanders formally introducing Dan Quinn as their new 